Hey guys, it's me, Harriet McClance with Her North. I'm so delighted that you have tuned in to listen to this podcast on today. Uh, this is day four of the Foundations of the Spiritually Sound Woman seven-day mini course that we are also having available on our podcast. So thank you for tuning in. Now we're going to just go ahead and get started and um, last time we we met, which was on day three, and we talked about your mindset and how to have a clear conscience. Now, that particular scripture came from Proverbs 28 and 13. And we talked about the importance of going to your sister or brother and apologizing for any offense that may have taken place and to seek reconciliation. So I hope that you have taken this time to reach out to anyone that you may have offended in any way, and that you have also uh, taken uh, a moment to appreciate those people who have been valuable in your Christian walk. So hopefully you have done that. And we're going to go ahead and dive into our lesson for today, uh, which is focused on your health but also on the discipline for life. So being disciplined and your health, they go hand in hand, guys. And we're going to start with a scripture from Proverbs 10 and 17, and it reads, He who heeds discipline shows the way to life, but whoever ignores correction leads others astray. Proverbs 10 and 17. Rarely do our decisions affect us alone, guys. Sin and love both have a way of multiplying. The Lord disciplines those he loves because he cares about our betterment. If we are humble enough to receive his loving discipline and grow from it, we can use our spiritual maturity and our learned lessons as a gift to others. Having a faith that we can share it is an incredible thing if we are if we live unwilling to learn or yield it can be to our detriment and the detriment of others this is especially true with leaders in the church our families teachers and parents let us pray convict us lord and keep our heart from growing hard we want to hear your voice and respond. Thank you for not allowing us to wander alone, but correcting us and keeping us safely on your straight and narrow path. Amen. Has the Lord corrected or disciplined you lately? How did you respond? Did it make you feel loved? Guys, this is a pretty... Um, relevant lesson as we enter into our health portion subject for this podcast today. It's never a comfortable experience when the Heavenly Father disciplines us. And the great thing about being a part of the Christian community is that when you come in contact with mature believers they have a way of making life better for you and 
they have this love for the kingdom and the love for the kingdom of God is so great that they're not so distracted by their ego or, or trying to make themselves appear to be larger when they approach you to reproof some behavior that may be taking place. Now, we live in a time where everyone kind of stays to themselves and no one wants to say anything that may turn someone away. And, and that's fine. In fact, there's a very fine line to saying something. But what I want to challenge believers, those of you out there who are truly seasoned in your faith, when you see women who are trying to find their way, the greatest ministry is the behavior that you model to them. And what I mean by that is being careful what you say when you open your mouth. Make sure that the words that you speak in reproof are dripping with love, gentleness, and kindness. Okay, because you have to keep in mind that you really have to make sure that you're being led by the Holy Spirit before you seek to be disciplined, before you seek to discipline someone else. Now, most of the time when I have been disciplined by God, I haven't always welcomed the experience. But God has a way of reminding us that he is God by allowing things to happen to us that will humble us. For example, there was a time when I would get really angry when someone would say something to me or they would try to put me down or find a way to put me in my place by poking in, in areas of my life that I may have been insecure or sensitive about. And I would get upset. But 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 what started to happen as I as I grew in my faith was I was able to develop this compassion and empathy for people who were not quite uh, in their word or studying their word or going to church on a regular basis. But I have been grateful that God has allowed people in the body of Christ to discipline me. And, and I'm going to be honest with you. I much rather have uh, someone in the body of Christ to discipline me than for God to do it. Because one thing about God is he knows what our desires are and he knows what it would take to humble us in a way to where we'll sit down and be quiet and stop the madness. Because there's something about how God disciplines us that's humbling. And, and I can go into a whole other chapter about that, but instead, let me go ahead and move on to the health portion of our lessons lesson for today. Now, if you are following the syllabus that we have available online, it's, it's the practice area is in the God's eight laws of healing. And this is focusing in on your health. Now, as believers, our body is God's temple and we're supposed to be, be disciplined about how we take care of our health. Now, a long time ago, women, there were women who believed that in order to be a Christian, you had to walk around with your head down. You couldn't look nice. You, you, you couldn't wear lipstick or, or anything like that. 
And I tell you guys, it, it, it's an amazing thing to watch as you grow in your faith and you learn that God is not so concerned about what's going on on the outside, but what's going on inside of our heart. And to be honest with you, what is going on in our heart will start to bleed to the outside. So guys, let's talk about the eight laws of health. Now, according to Dr. Farrell and Dr. Harold Schoen in their Natural Remedies Encyclopedia, they believe that if most Christians attempt to live according to God's eight laws of health, not only can we obtain great health, but we will be able to keep it. So let's talk about the first law. And I'm going to move through these rather quickly. So make sure that you're paying very close attention. The first law is clean air to purify your blood, your bloodstream and cells. So guys, it's good to get out, get some fresh air in your lungs, crack a window at night if you can in your house so that all that stale air is not staying inside and you can breathe well and you could sleep better. And there's there there have been scientific study done uh, by Dr. Shern that proves that this improves a person's quality of sleep by over 70 percent. So the fresh air from outside is clean and we need that oxygen because it purifies the blood and our cells. Now, the second law is sunlight, sunlight. Now, how many of you remember seeing your grandmother hang clothing or hang their quilts outside in the sunlight. Well, they knew something that we didn't. The sunlight had a way of purifying and um, sterilizing things. So it purifies our bodies and surroundings. The third law, temperate living. So guys, it's best to refrain from smoking, drinking, partying, working too hard. Too much of anything is not good for you. So keep that in mind. The fourth law, adequate rest to restore your body. So guys, go to bed. Try to get get in bed at a decent time every night and wake up at a good time. And when you go to bed, try not to let your mind wander and worry about things because what it'll do, it will aid you quickly and your body will start to deteriorate. The fifth law, move guys, get some exercise, go walking. You don't have to have a gym membership. Just do something to be active so that your body can rebuild and strengthen itself. The sixth law, the food given to us by God to maintain good health. Now, I don't need to go into detail about processed foods, guys. Those things are killers. If, if, if it's not something that can be grown or if it's, if it's not something that is considered a food, and we could be more specific about that. In fact, I may even include a list of food foods to give you a blueprint to follow when you're trying to select healthy food options. Now, the seventh law is pure water, pure water, guys. Drink as much water as you can. It's the easiest way to flush your body out and also to um, strengthen your cells in your body and to make your skin look nice. The eighth law, the most important law is to surrender trust and, and obedience to the God of heaven. 
The eighth law is to surrender trust and obedience to the God of heaven. See, that's part of your healing, regardless of where you may be with your health. Keep in mind that the most important thing is that you trust God and that you surrender to him in all areas of your life. Now, we're going to go ahead and uh, end with our smoothie here. And in this particular smoothie is called green energy and it's to help with depression. And I'm going to go through the ingredients one time for time's sake. And those ingredients are one cup of spinach, two medium bananas, one cup of soy milk and two tablespoons of lemon juice. So you're going to blend all of this up and then you're going to drink it. That's it. You're going to blend all these ingredients together and then you're going to drink it. Now, this drink is um, it's, it helps you relax and it also eliminates those uh, levels of stress that may make it difficult for you to relax and wind down. So this is a great drink. It also flushes out your system. It has excellent antioxidants in it. And it's an ideal drink, especially for in the morning. So again, guys, I want to thank you for tuning in. And remember that we are all on this journey together and that God loves you and I love you too. And again, thank you for tuning in. This is Harriet McClance with Her North. Goodbye and have a great day.